What is up, my real fan fam? Welcome to Real Fan Radio. I'm Trevor Howard, as always. And today we have a very special guest, Spurs vs. Haters. Hit him up on Instagram, no spaces. The V versus is VS. And this was a good interview. Um, it was about 30-ish, 40-ish minutes. It was a really good interview. We talked a little bit about his page. Uh, a lot of it was about the Spurs and the NBA. Um, even if you're not a Spurs fan, it was a great interview, fun interview. Uh, I really hope you enjoy. He had a couple of hot takes uh, that I kind of agreed with, uh, and I had a couple of hot takes in there. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy, um, and let's get into it. Alright, so let's start this interview off. I'm here with Spurs vs. Haters. How's it going? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm doing alright. Um, so, let's get right into this. Uh, so, first off, how did you start your uh, fan page? Um, I just started following a ton of fan pages on my personal account back in 2016, and I thought, you know, it'd be fun to run my own, so I created one, and here I am. <laughs> That's awesome. That's that's kind of what I'm doing with the uh, my podcast. I just like I listen to a ton of these, so why not just start my own? Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, next thing. Uh, have you ever gotten any like famous follows or likes? Uh, I don't have any famous follows yet, but likes. I've gotten uh, like four from Dejounte Murray. I've gotten one from Rudy Gay. Uh, like four from Patty Mills. Dude, that's sick. I know. Always gets me excited. <laughs> yeah, that's why uh, you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, alright. Um, and then, uh, so you've been doing it since 2016, right? Yeah, September 21st, 2016. Dude, nice. You gotta memorize, too. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you clout. Yeah. <laughs> um, alright, so... This is kind of a two-option thing. Um, so either give me your top five or your all-time Spurs team. Um, all-time Spurs team, point guard, I'd put Parker, uh, shooting guard, Ginobili, uh, small forward, Leonard, power forward, Duncan, and center, Robinson. And then in order, I'd probably go Duncan, Robinson, uh... Parker, Ginobili, German, German. Nice. Yeah, yeah. so you kind of like the more like new age people. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I put Mario above German because just the fan love that he gets. Yeah. And he's just one of a kind, you know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably what I'd have. Maybe switching in German, I guess. But like, I think you could go I, either way. Yeah, that's tough. Both are great. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, what, uh, do you own any, like, jerseys? Uh, not, like, actual real ones, but I just, you know, I have a bunch of shirt jerseys. Oh, yeah. Alright, so if you could get any jersey, like, it doesn't matter, like, the era, if it's present or not, which, which do you think you'd get? Uh, probably that fresh... DeMar DeRozan Spurs jersey, you know? Ooh. All right. Or Aldridge. You know, I'm both of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I wish uh, the jersey I really like from the Spurs is those like military night ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wish they bring those back. Yeah, we still have one or two games with them a year. Yeah, did they have them last last year? Yeah, I think on like Veterans Day or some something like that. I don't remember what it was. Military night. We had um, those jerseys. Okay, good. Cause I I think that those are like really cool. Yeah, yeah. They'll keep bringing them back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you said Kawhi's on your all-time team. So I want to uh, ask you, how do you feel about Kawhi? Like, do you still like uh, him? Oh yeah, I still like him. He's he's one of the reasons why I've always loved the Spurs. Oh. Um, I'm definitely gonna miss him, but mm. I don't know. Just mixed feelings, you know. He kind of screwed us over, but. He is who he is, so I can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like not our choice. It's, it's his know, choice. Not. Yeah, it's, it's a player's league, most definitely. Yep. Uh, so so you wouldn't call him a snake or anything like that? Uh, I mean, he didn't, like, go join the Warriors in free agency. <laughs> he got traded, so no, I wouldn't yet. Yeah, yet. Uh, we'll see if what he does next year. Yeah, uh, no, it'll be an interesting year. So how do you feel about the whole trade? Uh, we definitely got a steal, in my opinion. Um, it was either, you know, trading with the Lakers or Celtics at first, and then, you know, they backed off. So I thought we were going to, you know, eventually lose them and get nothing in free agency. But Spurs pulled the trigger, and we got a really solid player in DeRozan. I'm excited to have him. Yeah, that's what I thought going into it. Like, I don't know. I think that's the best offer they could have gotten, even if the oh, Lakers yeah. and Celtics were in there, I think. Easily. We needed a good cheating guard. Yeah, because, like... The was about to retire. Yeah, and, like, you guys have Aldridge right now, so you don't want to all of a sudden tank, because Aldridge is a really good player and carried the team to the playoffs last year. And you don't want to add, like, Brandon Ingram, who's going to be a project. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to work with him a little bit. Yeah, but, like, if you you got DeRozan, and he was all NBA, and it's just going to make the team better. Yeah, he's a proven star. Yeah. So, uh, how would you have felt uh, if you got, like, let's say, Kuzma and Ingram, and just about that? Uh, just a lot of, I don't know, probably just a lot of questions wondering how they're going to develop under Pop. I mean, Pop could turn them into something great, but oh, I don't know. They're just, they're just not a, they haven't proved themselves yet like DeRozan has. DeRozan's a four-time All-Star. Ingram's still definitely developing. Kuzma had a great rookie year, but, you know, we don't know what he can do yet for his max potential. Yeah, they're basically just like draft picks. Yeah. 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 And then segueing to draft picks, uh uh, how do you feel about Lonnie Walker? Like he had a really good summer league, I think. Oh yeah. Um I don't know how much of a role he's gonna get now that we just traded for DeRozan, you know, like in his first couple of years, but eventually I could see him getting into the starting lineup, you know, if DeRozan gets old or if DeRozan ever leaves in a couple of years. Um, he'll be a great backup role. In my opinion. Yeah, well, and I think it's a really good situation for Lonnie Walker 
Because he's he's not much of like a project, but I don't think he's starter caliber right going in. Um, and so he's going to get time to develop. And if DeRozan walks in the three years he, you guys have him, he could easily replace DeRozan. Maybe be a little worse, but it could be good. Yeah, he's he's got a lot to learn from DeRozan. DeRozan could be a great mentor for him. Yeah, I I think that was a good pick, even if they didn't know if they were getting DeRozan, too. Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of surprised we didn't pick up a center, though. We are really lacking big man depth. Yeah, it, it was kind of that way last year, though, wasn't yeah, it? Same way. Yeah, yeah, but they made the playoffs still. Yeah, that's all right. That's, that's our culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lineup they could actually run... Uh, if they're gonna do like small ball, they could. Yeah, we ran small ball in the playoffs. Yeah, they could maybe like uh, put Aldridge at the five, Rudy Gay at the four, DeRozan at the three, and then if Lonnie Walker works out, him at the two, and then either Murray or White at the one. Yeah, I think White's got potential too, but. Oh yeah, I'm re- I'm really high on White. <laughs> I am too. Yeah, he he had a really good summer league, I think. Oh yeah, he, I watched him play in here in Iowa, is where I live. Um, in the G League game, he dropped thirty-seven points. You know, it was awesome to witness him. Oh jeez, you know, play, you know, so great. Just dominated. Yeah, yeah. I my mom is actually from Colorado, so we always go out there, and I saw him play in college and. Oh, yeah. He he didn't, like, dominate or anything, but I could just tell he was above everybody else on the floor. Oh, yeah. He's really progressed. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have any, like, dark horses on the team to, like, break out or, you know, win, a, win like, most improved or something? Um, I, I don't know. I think Murray's going to keep developing. Uh, I could see Bertans. Dallas Burton's maybe getting a role at the four a lot if Aldridge goes to the five. Mm. He's a really good shooter, really tall, lengthy. I could see him getting more minutes, score a lot of points, but otherwise, probably him and Murray. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think uh, Podal could start too and oh, yeah. break I, out. I always forget about him. Yeah, I did too, and I was looking at the roster. Yeah, I, I seventh overall pick. Yeah, he's he's a really good young player and I don't think, you know, he's gonna become a star, but he's definitely he could start at some point for the Spurs. Yeah, I I like that. I mean he's a great defender. Could work with him on scoring, pick and roll stuff. Yeah. He really he could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Alright, um who do you think the first scoring option is gonna be on the Spurs? I gotta go DeRozan. He's just born scorer from the mid range. Yeah, definitely. Go to score for Toronto, so I don't see why we change things up this year. Yeah, but you could also make the argument of not changing things up and saying, "Well, Aldridge was the number one option." Yeah. Yeah. Aldridge, you know, he's he's, he's he doesn't have the as much range as DeRozan does. DeRozan's, you know, shooting guard, so he's a bit better at the 
three ball, but I don't know. It could go either way. We'll see. Yeah. I think this team is going to definitely have a lot more of their mid-range game because last year DeRozan, DeRozan started with actually a pretty good three-point percentage, but then it yeah. kind of went down, and Aldridge just, he's had the three ball, but it's nothing special. Yeah, I know. Well, he'll take that one, but nothing, nothing special. Yeah, just take a couple a game. Yeah. All right. I really hope to on that three game though <laughs> yeah yeah that's what the league's going towards right now it'd be it'd be dangerous yeah all right so i think uh what do you think the spurs over under for wins is 43 and a half which is three. which is what sorry you know i don't want to go too high but yeah, forty three point five. Yeah, that seems That's about right. Yeah, do you think you're gonna go over or under on that? Definitely over. Over? There's no way we're gonna miss the playoffs. Yeah, well, you say that, but then what team goes out? You know, the West is yeah. just too stacked. I know, like the Nuggets are gonna be in. I don't know how the how the Timberwolves are gonna do. Yeah, they're a mystery. That's my team, so. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, because the Lakers are going in, because uh, it's LeBron, he'll find a way. And the uh-huh. Nuggets are almost there. Uh, the Spurs, the Spurs were in. So that's two teams that were out that are going in, pro- probably yeah. going in. But then what two teams, like, go out, you know? Uh, um, I'm going to go with Blazers. You know, I hate to say it, but if Minnesota doesn't have a have a good year, you know, with Jimmy Butler in town, then yeah. they end up in the playoffs like they did, almost did this year. Yeah, no, I agree with that, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. No, like, if if they all stay healthy, though, I think they could make it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. They're a very talented team, especially with Rose on the bench. Yeah. No, I, I actually think the Lakers have a chance of not making the playoffs, but... With LeBron, doesn't think they will. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be too surprised. I think everyone would go crazy about it, but just looking at how stacked the West is, and like every game is gonna be a huge playoff type game. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, going into more of the NBA, who do you think the Rookie of the Year will be? Um, you know, it'd be tough to not choose Aiden. He's just so dominant, especially with a Suns team that's going to, you know, has better players to surround him with. You know, he's got Devin Booker, he's got a new, who are they drafted, Mikal Bridges. Yeah. And, you know, he he looks like a David Robinson, so I, I feel like he's going to dominate in a few years. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know. I'm I'm not as high on Aiton as a lot of people. I don't think he showed too much in the summer league. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that's definitely not showing anything. Like Donovan Mitchell, he uh I think he was close to the record in points, but Tatum, he had like an average summer league and, you know. So it doesn't really show much. 
Yeah, I don't really look at the summer league as much. It's yeah. Regular season will come around, and we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really high on Doncic. Uh, yeah, everybody is. I mean, it's either him or Aiden for me. Yeah, me too. I, I, I don't really see anybody else winning it. But, again, last year, that was the thing, and then all of a sudden Donovan Mitchell came up. I know, and no, I don't think anybody expected Tatum to lead like he did. Yeah, well, Danny Ainge did, because he bet on him. But other than that, everybody thought they were stupid for picking Tatum, trading down. But now look at how Fultz is doing and how Tatum is doing. I know, Fultz. I don't know. Yeah. How would you have felt if you guys got Fultz? What would you say? Sorry. Uh, how would you feel if you guys got Fultz? Um... Definitely give him some more time to develop, but he's not really showing much. And we already have, like, four point guards that all have potential, so. Yeah. You know, maybe moving. I don't know if we can get a lot out of him. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think so. I think his value is just going to drop more and it's more. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so who do you think in the NBA is most likely to just break out? Like, a mediocre type player that's going to become a borderline star? Mm, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah. I don't know, I feel like Booker could continue to get better. Uh, Nikola Jokic, Jokic could continue to get better. Um Maybe CJ McCollum even. I don't know. Ooh. Those are kind of better players, but I have to look look at that a little more. Yeah, but no, that's I I think that's like the range of players though. Like last year, for example, I think it was like Oladipo and Giannis, and Giannis yeah. was already a star, but all of a sudden he broke out even more. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't really see. A lot of players that will do that, yeah. I, I'm thinking more towards, like, Jokic will have a really yeah. good year. Yeah, he's a great all-around center. Yeah. And he's not about so much talented youth players. That team's just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah, and I think the a signing that doesn't get a lot of credit is Isaiah Thomas on that team. Oh, yeah, great veteran leadership. Yeah, like, they don't have a lot of guard, or they have a lot of guards. But he'll probably make the second rotation, and when Jokic and him are in, there's not going to be any fall off. Oh no! Yeah, they could. I think they'll definitely make playoffs. Isaiah Thomas could give you like 15 off the bench, maybe. That's that's really good. Yeah, that's six man of the year candidate worthy, definitely. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, who do you think had the best off season? You know, Lakers probably, or Thunder, you know. Thunder got, yeah. you know, a few bench role guys. They got known so well. But, you know, Lakers got LeBron, obviously. Uh, a few other, you know, established role players. Yeah. Um, I'd go with Lakers. Really? I think the Lakers had the best offseason. Pretty obvious. You know, they got LeBron. They got Beasley. They got Lance Stevenson. Um... You know, LeBron, obviously, and then a few role players who all have veteran leadership and can teach the young guys and stuff. Yeah. 
I don't know. I wasn't very high on the Lakers. Like, yeah, they got LeBron, but that wasn't really their fault that they got LeBron, you know? He wanted to go there anyway. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I feel like with the money they had and stuff, like, they could have signed Cousins. Uh, they could have traded for Kawhi if they really pushed. Um, yeah. You know, they could have... You know, they for what they could have done, they didn't do good like at all. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Who do you think had the best then? What? Who do you think had the best then? The best offseason. Oh, I think that's a pretty hard one. Um. I I might have to go. Oh, I I don't even know. I I'm yeah. I'm really down on a lot of these off seasons. <laughs> um. Uh. Man, I I might have to say just uh, the Spurs or the Mavericks, like, to be honest. Yeah, Mavericks. Yeah, they got DeAndre Jordan, didn't they? Yeah, they they didn't get worse at anything. They got better. They didn't lose it. Yeah, they lost, like, Seth Curry and Yogi Ferrell. Yeah. And Yogi Ferrell is the only person I'm down on them losing because they could have gotten him for... You know, if they tried to get him. But they got Doncic, who everyone thinks is the best player in the draft. They got yeah. Jordan. They got Brunson, who I think is going to be pretty good. Yeah, he'll be solid. Yeah, they didn't do anything wrong, I don't think, besides Farrell. Oh. Yeah, you're right. And then the Spurs, everybody thought, you know, they'd get some young players. Then they turn around Kawhi. They get Lonnie Walker, who everybody thought was going to be top, like, a lottery pick. They they re-signed a lot of their players. Uh, Yeah, like, Tony Parker left, but he wasn't too too big of a... Yeah, he wasn't doing anything much anymore. Yeah, it it was more of, like, an emotional loss, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Danny Green in the trade. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty high on Danny Green for his role, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna miss him. He's he was more than just a shooter. He's a you know just two years ago he was all defensive second team. You know he can he can lock down some offense great offensive players. So I'll miss him, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, and then losing Kyle Anderson. But they, the Grizzlies just gave him too much money. There, yeah, they did. there wasn't they did. anything they could have done. Yeah. So yeah, I I really think those two Texas teams, and then I'm I'm not very high in Houston's off season too. But yeah. I don't know. Mello. <laughs> yeah, I I think Mello actually makes it a little worse for them. To be honest. I I'll agree with that. Yeah, cause it's kind of like um. If you you need to give Melo like shots instead of like Eric Gordon, who's a better shooter. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my philosophy. Eric Gordon more shots. Yeah, but that kind of just cuts like Aaron Gordon's shots in half probably because Eric Gordon will probably go off the bench now. Oh yeah, he will. Yeah, he'll take a lot of minutes from him. Yeah, I don't know. That's their problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they got worse this offseason, definitely. Yeah, I think they'll win less games. Not by much, though. They still have the reigning MVP. 
Oh, definitely, yeah. Do you think uh, there's a team that'll catch the Warriors? Um, I mean, if anything, it's going to be the Rockets, in my opinion. Mm. But, no, otherwise, if I if I thought there was a team, no, I don't think anybody's going to catch them. Yeah, they just, especially if Cousins gets back to 100%, there's no team that will win three out of the five starting matchups or the bench. Yeah, easily. Yeah. They all match going. Yeah. I don't know. The only team I can really see is the Celtics if they progress really well. Yeah. And if Cousins doesn't get back very healthy. And if he doesn't even, like, gel with the Warriors. I mean, he might not even fit in well. You know, they got five All-Stars. Yeah. I don't know. I th- I think a lot of the reason why like KD and everybody's staying is because of the locker room culture. Like they've said that, yeah. and and so two pe- people can take it either way that he'll mess it up, which I don't think the case is. And I think he's gonna actually just like gel with it. Yeah. Yeah. He he's basically being paid to rehab. Uh, all right, I think that's about it. Is there anything you want to ask or add? Uh, uh, not at the moment, no. <laughs> all right. great talking to you. Yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. All right, so follow on Spurs vs. Haters. Yeah. And do you have any other accounts like Twitter, YouTube, whatever? Uh, no, just Spurs vs. Haters on Instagram. Post daily on there. Yeah, it's a good account. Alright. All thank right. you. Yep, see you later. Alright, see ya. Alright, bye. Bye. Alright, thank you for listening to this edition of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, it was really fun having him on. Uh, and I will see you guys next time.